Commander Dayton. Commander Walls. Good evening, sir. And under his eye. Under his eye. Are you caught up on uh, Handmaid's Tale? I, I haven't watched the most recent one. I've only uh, seen the first so one. It came, it came out yesterday. It comes out on Wednesdays. Obviously, we record on Thursdays. So, uh, so I have to watch. I'll probably watch it depending on how the football game goes tonight. I'll probably pop it in and watch a little bit but yeah it's 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 a little predictable right now my man right it's such a hard show to get into right now okay but you know it is uh glorious when they bust out with all the lines there is like one scene i think it's in the second episode where a bunch of the commanders are together and they all like it's under his eye bless blessed day you know (laughs) blessed be the fruit like i mean they're like bam 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 all of them I just started laughing. Awesome. Cat's like, "What are you doing, man? That's Why awesome. are you laughing about that?" I'm like, "Listen here, off, Chris." It's <laughs> <laughs> legendary. Which, uh, and that's when the fight started. <laughs> <laughs> off, Chris. <laughs> oh, so got some big things on the horizon. No pun intended. Hurricane mm. Ian. Hope everyone's wow. safe out there. I think there's a lot of a lot of carnage. Actually, I was just yeah. getting caught up on some of that. I know the people that I know down in Florida, praise God, uh, are safe and praise good. Be. And praise be, you know that uh, the Lord, may the Lord open. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, but fortunately, yeah, my my friend Ken Posick down there is. Uh, oh yeah, Ken. Yeah, he's doing good. It went, you know, he lives in Orlando, and so you know, yeah. went right over top of them. But they were uh, relatively unscathed. And then we've got you know other friends down in Sarasota that uh, you know got a lot of damage down there. Yeah, I know it's supposed to roll in through the coast of South Carolina tomorrow here, and then uh, by the time it hits the Midlands where I'm at, it's supposed to be a tropical storm. So probably going to get a lot of rain. But it's only supposed supposed to rain for. Well, I say only. It's probably gonna rain for like a day a day straight. I mean, they still say it's a Category One right now. It's right, still like north of seventy five miles per hour. Jeez. Yeah, there's some crazy. pretty good gusts earlier. Let me see what uh, where are we at right now. Yeah, it's supposed to gust I, all through the night and six a.m. Rain's supposed to start for like a day. And just so you guys are aware, for those of you, I know this alert went out a couple of years ago, but still, uh, for the love of God, don't shoot at the freaking hurricane. Could you not? That'd be great. What? People were doing that? People were shooting their guns at the hurricane. Yep. Don't do it. Don't do it. I, I know I know it is difficult to find a couple of brain cells to rub together sometimes, but don't shoot at a hurricane. Was I mean, that who shoots? Like, Ammo's expensive. I've never even heard that. No, but, yeah. it's at Florida. Florida. People in Florida were doing it. Dude, am- ammo is so expensive. Ammo. I'm not ripping out like $3 rounds of 308 at it. <laughs> Take that, Crazy. Hurricane. Yeah. Boom. Oh, Hurricane made it safe throw. So, unfortunately, it just plowed you with a wind gust and you're dead. <laughs> uh, Tune in next week to the Adventures of D&D. Where we see if the air air elemental will dominate again. <laughs> Jeez, uh, Sorry. My, that was level ten dork right there. Yeah, uh, I'm aware. I'm that's aware. Awesome. That's nerd, awesome. nerd. So I got some. 
I got something for you, Chris. All right. I, I heard a story last week, uh, and I was like, dude, I just got to run this one by you. So the question is, how much do we hear or see on news and stuff that is either false or this is the caveat, or we misinterpret what it means and we be, and what we believe it to be is false. Mm. So I had a guy tell me that he saw in the news that the big three manufacturers haven't made a dually. So, a you know, a truck with two, axle. two tires on each side of the axle in the rear end, mm-hmm. uh, a dually's um, that the big three hasn't made one in two years. I was like, dude, my neighbor bought a dually and like six months ago and he ordered one eight months ago. They just came in a few weeks ago. So like, where did you hear that at? And you know what I mean? It's like so much, how much of this do you think affects our everyday life? Cause this is simple, simple, but what about things that actually matter? I mean, yeah, dude. Uh, right? Like, I mean, this is like, you've just nailed the entire crux of the, the crumbling of our culture. Is that people believe what they want to believe. And they're so easily influenced. I mean, look at what's been told uh, to people just in the last, you know, five, six years, 10 years. Uh, even even the stuff with COVID, um, which turns out, I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? You can always see things differently now. I mean, we know for a fact that 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 there was, you know, the people who were spreading misinformation, right, who were mm-hmm. deemed to be the authority, said if you get the vaccine and then you won't get COVID, you can't get infected, you won't pass it on to people. I mean, that was on mainstream media. That was Rachel Maddow said that. Mad Dog Maddow. Like straight up. And did she get censored? Did she get, you know, labeled as somebody who's spreading misinformation? No, she didn't. But the reality is we know that that's misinformation now. We know that the the vaccines didn't stop people from getting COVID and didn't stop people from passing it to other people. That's a fact. It's not. It's not subjective. There's the data is all there. We already know this. Now the good news is, you know, like the vaccines probably serve a purpose for not having, you know, like death or increased, you know, uh, symptoms. But you roll back to like what's real, what's not real, what whether it's false. Do we want to believe it? Do we not want to believe it? How do we want to live our lives? And who's the arbiter of deciding what is, you know, misinformation? People forget what they they, they have two eyes. They literally are told something you know and, and they're looking at it and going that's not true and then people are like no that's the way it is that's the way it is that's the way it is and and, and then they're like oh, i guess that's the way it is even though i see it differently uh you know and in this case with the guy like oh i heard there's you know the big three haven't haven't made any uh trucks they haven't they're not making trucks dude you you see them making new trucks you bro come up to detroit I'll host you. I'll take you to the plant. I know people that work there. That's why I almost think like, what if, what if that's not what was said on the news, but what if what was said was something else? And that's how it was interpreted by that. 
Well, that's that's the ultimate telephone game. Like right. somebody heard, then somebody exactly. heard something else, and they heard another thing, and then they heard another thing, and they heard another thing. Uh, so I just think about how much stuff do we see or hear, and I know that I am that I do it do it too. We all see things through our own biased lens. So if what we think we heard fits our worldview, we're most likely more likely to believe it. Well, that's like my big thing on conspiracy theorists, right? Yeah. Is you have somebody who has like a wild, crazy thought uh, about something, but then there's an event, a triggering event that cements their reality. That they're mm -hmm. like, oh, and it's just not, you know, it's just not what happened or, or what is happening. Right. But you can't move them off of that because they, they, they had something happen to them. And you can go as crazy as like somebody's like, yeah, I know if there's a rainbow outside, I know that that's the day that I'm going to get to go get fuel for my car. You know, for like wild things like, okay, so you wait until then, or yeah, you try to plan out when you're going to get fuel. Sure. And then they're like, oh, today I need fuel. And then there just happens to be a rainstorm and there happens to be a rainbow. And they go, see, that's how it is. And you're just like, come on, you're exasperated because of the ridiculousness of it. But for them, that's their truth. That's their reality. That's it. You know, <laughs> so I saw this speaking of their reality. So there's a, a nine, a non-binary actor, actress, person that's on the House of Dragon. Yeah, dude, are you uh, watching that show, by the way? Who's, yeah, I, I'm not caught up, but whose name is Emma D'Arcy. Uh, they say they really like playing women, and they're really good at it. Like, wow, it's almost like you were born for this. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy smokes. No wonder wow. you're really good at playing a woman. Maybe because you were born with a vagina. Maybe that, that's so, why. So, so just to be clear, she was born a biological woman. Yes. And she's like, I'm good at playing women. She is a woman, but decides to call herself non-binary now, is playing a woman, and is like, wow, I'm just really good at this. Wow. Imagine well, that. I mean, nothing like saying, hey, I'm good at acting. Right. I mean, can we just call a spade a spade? Or or do we got to beat around the bush here? I mean, I, I love <laughs> Spade, Bush. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what she is, but I think right now we're going to have to beat around the bush a little bit. Mm. Mm. But, dude, that show's great. What do you think about the show? It's pretty good. It takes, you know, first episode, you're trying to figure everything out, but uh, there's, some, there's some pretty good parts of it. All right, so truth be told, the last episode kind of lost me. Yeah. So I liked the first five episodes. I was like, okay, I'm following along. I'm tracking. Interesting. And then it did the shift to where this um, them, they, then it girl is now, it, it fast forwards. It's like a time leap. Oh. So the character that was playing, um, uh, oh God, I just blanked on her name. Renaria or whoever? Renaria. Yeah, thank you. Is, is there any name? I don't know. 
Yeah, Rhaenyra Targaryen. Because uh, it fast forwards in the time, it like moves forward like yeah. m- multiple years, and I'm just like, wow, this is moving very quickly. You know, for a TV a television series, it's not like they did a movie. Almost like how they did it for the last season of Game of Thrones. Every episode was just bang, bang, bang. Yeah, timeline is uh, a little bit uh, confusing. And I'm not really, I'm not about it. So whatever. But some people love it. I'm sure it'll be good. I'm sure it'll finish strong. I do know one thing. Weddings in Westeros, man. That is not, if you get an invitation to a wedding in Westeros, you're busy that weekend. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have other things decline. to do. I have to go gather my sheep and herd and, uh, you know, go count rocks in my pasture. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Right? Well, let's highlight a few good things that have happened over the past few weeks. Uh, first, we got old Governor DeSantis. DeSantis. Let's cue this video. He's flying, flying people around, right, to Martha's Vineyard. This is awesome. Let's let it roll. We are not a sanctuary state, and it's better to be able to go to a sanctuary jurisdiction. And yes, we will help facilitate that transport for you to be able to go to greener pastures. Biden would fly people in the middle of the night dump them all across this country. There was no warning on any of this. And all those people in D.C. and New York were beating their chests when Trump was president, saying they were so proud to be sanctuary jurisdictions, saying how bad it was to have a secure border. The minute even a small fraction of what those border towns deal with every day is brought to their front door, they all of a sudden go berserk and they're so upset that this is happening and it just shows you you know their virtue signaling is a fraud okay they we are not a sanctuary uh, he 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 cannot paint that picture any better <laughs> it's awesome spot on it's so good i mean that's it's the ultimate uh you know texas hold'em mm. uh you know someone's like the Democrats are like, uh, you know what? We're all in on immigration. We're sanctuary state. Uh, you should be too. We want to up the ante on all this. And uh, old DeSantis is like, you sure? Hmm. <laughs> I call. In fact, I'm going to send them right to your doorstep. That's exactly what happened. And then, and then they're like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, I fold. Yep. <laughs> So, so let's let's watch the next video here. I mean, this just goes right into what he's talking about. Not even 24 hours after the Democrats in Martha's Vineyard, Barack Obama and his husband, Michelle, I mean, his wife. Um, Them they had a Joe, Joe Biden moment uh, are busing all of the and flying all of these uh, illegal immigrants off the island. It's crazy. I mean, it's just a video of them, you know, getting on the bus. And there was like no remorse towards it. So why is it okay that everyone else has to deal with sanctuary city or uh, illegal immigrants 
but and you want them to yet when they're flown to your doorstep you get rid of them as fast as you can as fast as you can i'm exhausted at the the stupidity of that entire topic because (laughs) none of it needs to even happen you know what I mean, Chad? Like, this mm. all could be handled if you just ran it like adults. Mm. Uh, and quite frankly, if you treated people with dignity. Because if they have nothing nefarious, you know, about coming here, then they should go to a port of entry. They should stand in line. They should make their claim of why they want to come here. And we should have a process for bringing people into the country that's a little bit more organized than just random like waves of people coming across a river uh, mm. or, or just walking into the country. It's, it's absurd. It's, you know, that on its surface is idiotic that mm. anyone could take the side and be like, no, we don't need borders. We have borders. Well, we don't have borders because people are just walking over. There's, again, it goes back to our opening topic. You're trying to tell me something that I'm looking at with my own two eyes. I see that we have drone footage of like people coming over and they're, and they're in danger. I, I mean, where the hell is the humanitarian care for you're, you're endorsing and, and encouraging these people and giving them quite frankly, false hope mm. saying, come across, you'll figure it out. And then these people get shot, the de- these people being the Democrats or the, I'm not even Democrats. I don't care who it is. Democrats, Republicans, independents, anybody who's like, oh yeah, we let them come across the border. More the merrier. Well then shut up and have them come to your house. Because you, it's the ultimate in idiocracy to let that happen. And then when it shows up on your doorstep to be like, whoa. Well, it's okay when it happened to you, but now that it's happening to me, it's not okay. Right. I feel unsafe now. How do you think everybody else feels on the Texas border when they're just flooding across? I know. Unchecked. Right. No system. But yet Kamala Harris will tell us we have a secure border. Mm. I mean, but she's over there hanging out with her top ally, North Korea, apparently. Hey, space is space is cool. Space is space. fast. <laughs> Have you said. seen the pictures? We got that. We invested a lot of money into a telescope that takes pictures. It's really humbling. It's really humbling. The pictures from space, which is vast. I'm like, how is this the vice president? I feel like, honest to God. It sounds like it's like a spinoff. I'm waiting for, you know, like uh, Elaine from Seinfeld to show up. It's awesome. Whatever. Hot take. Hot take. All right. Let's get into a good real man of genius. Real men of genius video. You sent this to me the other day. This is great. Such a good good one. one. What happens when you're trying to tear down a wall? Yet you're standing on the wall that's supporting what you're tearing down. We're going to hire this guy. Build the wall. Secure the border. (laughs) Roll it. Let's see a rip. 
Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Uh, Mr. George, <laughs> how much are you paying the new guy? <laughs> uh, it's too much money. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. Real managers. Build the wall. Get that guy. Sign him up. We got a contract for you, bud. Yeah. Well, let's get rolling. Let's keep it rolling. I mean, but dude, I'd look forward to this every week. I'm not gonna lie. This week is gonna be oh. different, though. Is it? This because is a partnership rant. This is not. the real rant. This is Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State. Let's see the video. Cue it up. This is a real rant here. Let's see what Gundy has to say about being a man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me or our coaches. Go write about a kid that does everything right, that's heart's broken, and then say that the coaches said he was scared. That ain't true. And then to say that we made that decision because Donovan Woods, because he threatened to transfer, that's not true! So get your facts straight. And I hope someday you have a child and somebody be downgrades them and belittles them and you have to look them in the eye and say, you know what, it's okay. They're supposed to be mature adults, but they're really not. Who's the kid here? Who's the kid here? Are you kidding me? That's all I got to say. Makes me want to love, puke. love Mike Gundy. Lighten up makes the media. I'm a man. I'm 40 years old. I'm 40. I'm 40. All right. So cue up this next video too. This is great. I just, me and you were talking about this earlier. It is unbelievable to me. Like, what is it? Article 26 or whatever that they, Pelosi of all. People filed against Trump saying that he was mentally unfit to be president. Mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised they haven't done that against Biden sooner. There's there's very telltale signs, right? That's how everyone bases any uh, disease, any sickness, anything like that. You look for signs. And there's very clear signs of dementia, of Alzheimer's, of people who have had strokes. There's short-term memory loss. There's the inability to string together a sentence to slur words like you've been drinking. So let's see this video from old Uncle Joe. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here to help make this a reality. Representative so, Jackie. You gotta, where's Jackie? Oh, she must not oh. be in here. She was a representative that died a few months prior. If she's so integral to what you're doing with your administration, if she was such a big part of your life that you're asking for her now, you're going to publicly ask for this person. You want to call her out. You want to c- congratulate her, whatever it is he was going to say next. And then he goes, oh, she must not be here. Yeah, because she's dead. Like there's nothing more tragic in someone's life than losing a loved one than seeing someone they know pass away especially if that important isn't or especially if that person is important in your life and we have a president that he had no idea 
he had absolutely zero idea that what he said, I mean, was shouldn't have been said. You have got to be kidding me. It's amazing that his approval rating isn't lower. How would you approve of what the president of the United States is doing if he can't even come to the understanding that something that he said, that he still thinks someone is alive, that he should know died a few months prior. Somebody that should be important, a part of his administration, a part of his life, a part of the United States government. And he doesn't know that? Why, like, why is this not all over the the uh, airwaves? And to act like big tech and the media doesn't sway heavily in one favor or doesn't censor things to fit a certain view? Come on, man. Read the polls, Jack. Read the polls. By the way, tonight's beer is lemon meringue pie. Dude, it is incredible. <laughs> Get out. Incredible. It's no a sour chance. from Westbrook Brewing Com- Company out of Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Right by Charleston. Not Mount oh, Pleasant, yeah. Michigan. Not to be confused. This this is incredible, dude. It's, it's also really? dude, it is it's incredible. It's also oh, incredible no. that our freaking president said said that. <sighs> It just makes I mean, you scratch your head, you know? You're like, wait. Could it be worse? Could it, what, what if it was Trump? <laughs> what if Trump was up there and was like, where's Jackie? Oh, she died. What a loser. She's already dead. <laughs> Couldn't even live a little longer to fight the good fight. She had to die. Trump's crazy. I don't think he's that that crazy. Exactly. The fact that he at least knows <laughs> who's alive and who's not. I'm not going to get mad. I, I, I've told myself I'm not going to get mad because. You're so it, adorable when you get upset. It's, though. It's, I know, but it's literally, it's not even worth it. And, and quite frankly, I, I know, I know that we're in a place where, you know, people were mad. People were upset or people, you know, they didn't like, uh, they didn't like Trump as the president. He's polarizing. They didn't like how he talked. Um, I, I just, I guess I'm going to say, Chad, like anybody who honestly thinks that this is better, like as much as you hated Trump, you were like, oh my God, I can't stand this. But you're like, but I'm okay with this. I'm okay with the president falling down the stairs of Air Force One. I'm okay with the president falling off a bike. I'm okay with the president, you know, crashing the economy. And I'm okay with the president wandering around on stage, never knowing where he's going to go, who he's going to talk to, and then calling out dead people like he's in the sixth damn fucking sense. As long as it isn't Trump. As long as it's not Trump. Is that really it? Is that really where we're at? It's got it. Because I'm not going to say it's their fault. Like anybody who voted for Biden or voted for this, I mean, there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, it's your fault. It's your fault. No, it's your responsibility. 
This is how mm. irresponsible you are as a citizen of the United States that you chose this idiocracy. It's not a democracy anymore. We're in a straight up fucking idiocracy. Mm. Sorry. I am getting mad. I don't, I'm trying your rant. Like I was just trying to rein it in. I don't know. Like if the camera wasn't on me, I'm just sitting back. I've been leaning back. I've been trying to keep my cool, but I literally look at this and just say, you know what? I'm done. I'm just done. Uh, you know what? Awesome. If you put your sticker out there and you've got your Biden Harris sticker, congratulations. You and I are never, ever going to be friends unless you say to me, I am so sorry. I am so sorry of what I've done. Apologize for your irresponsibility as a citizen, as a colleague, as a as a counterpart in our country. Just stupid. That is. It, it, it's awful. The, and for me... And it's what you were alluding to. Like, I, I agree with you. It's it's not so much that you may have voted for him. It's that if you still continue to support him and say it's better than Trump, get right. out of here. Right. Get out of here. It's better than Trump that Russia is killing tons of its own citizens and Ukrainians. It's great that gas prices doubled. It's great it's that, great that inter interest rates doubled. It's great that you have to be vaccinated to protect yourself to, against the a uh, hurricane. Is that is that great too? Yeah, stuff is wild. Like, I can't even believe they say things like that. And like, people say weird things. I get it. And people say, I mean, for God's sakes, Trump said "kafeve" or whatever it was, or like that. I mean, that's hilarious, right? But at least he didn't call out a dead person. At least he didn't get up there and be like, you know, where's Rush Limbaugh? Rush is around here somewhere. Where's Rush? Yeah, Rush here? Oh, dude, and by the way, did you see what the White House response was to this? I can only imagine. I mean, this, the, the I, I don't even forget her name, Pierre Jones, whatever, uh, gets up Great. there and she's like, oh, well, he was, um, you know, the president is is concerned about, you know, Jackie and her. He was she was just top of mind. She's just really top of mind for him. So he's so so he's, you know, up there and she she's so top of mind for him that he doesn't know that she's dead. Right. What does top of mind mean to you then? Please explain to us because you guys all like to change the meaning of words. You like to change the words meanings and phrases and i just trying to keep up so top of mind means i'm a fucktard is that what it means i was i was keeping my fucktardery on top of mind and i'm just gonna say dumb things sorry we're already getting sorry. censored and you're just making it rain i like it censored we're right. censored who cares let's get some good wholesome stories let's keep this next video <laughs> i did a wholesome story dude i was on it with the videos I just want to let everyone know, after that whole rant we just went on, the president is in great shape. Is he? I mean. You are the oldest president ever. Pretty good shape, huh? How would you say your <laughs> mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look, I have trouble I even mentioning, there. even saying to myself my own head the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I don't under. I didn't understand a one word you, you said. Got it. You are the oldest. Dude, 
Where's in, Where's Jackie at? He's in great. Is Jackie shape. here. But Jackie's we, around here somewhere. We got some other good stuff I want to bring to light. So Tommy Laren, Tommy Laren, how do you say her name? Smoke show Laren. <clears throat> yep. She put this uh, out on the interwebs the other day. She and it says, "Let me tell you about this badass woman." On October 26, 2013, Officer Anne Marie Carazales, I might have messed that up, initiated a traffic stop on a vehicle occupied by three members of a violent gang with ties to MS-13. While speaking with the driver of the vehicle, the front seat passenger opened fire, shooting her in the face and chest prior to fleeing. She immediately returned fire and, while bleeding and in severe pain, got into the back of her patrol vehicle, beginning pursuit of the suspects. And all three were captured. That's amazing. That's amazing. And they were at some event together. But she got shot in her face and chest. Then got into her patrol vehicle. And pursued the suspects. And caught all three of them. Nothing gets more wholesome than that. That's amazing. Uh I mean, it's legendary, straight up legendary. And, uh, you know, the stuff that they can make movies about. Dude, that's how you edify a woman. That's how you put women or minorities or whatever the left wants, wants, wants to call them, whatever flavor of the day it is, like Baskin Robbins. That's how you edify women. You call out the birthing people like this and talk about the awesome things that they do. She's she's very multifaceted that she can uh, you know take on a gang and she can birth kids. Very, it's an impressive resume. But uh, oh, dude, it's, it's it's it is amazing though. Like honestly, God, if you don't back the blue, I mean, we're finding out. Everybody's seeing this right now. They're seeing it play out. It, Chad, I mean, you're you're a father. You watch you watch your kids. You see them do things. You know how it's going to turn out. They don't know because they don't know what they don't know. But have you had your daughter come to you yet? Maybe like when you went to a restaurant and she wanted to order a certain food and you know it's not going to go well and it's going to cost you money. You're going to order this food and she's not going to eat it. And then you're going to end up having to throw away this meal and make her a hot dog or something later, right? Or, or get mac and cheese. Am I wrong? Has, has, this, has this happened to you yet? Absolutely. Of course. And this is the same thing with the uh, the whole uh, assault on police. You know, uh, conservative, intelligent people are like, yeah, this is a really bad idea to, like, cut the budget. You're going to increase crime. You're not going to like this outcome. Uh, and we're going to end up paying for this. And we're in a position where they're like, no, they're like throwing a temperature. In. No, this is the only thing I want. We can't take it. The, the United States is racist. Policing is racist. Everything's racist. We need reparations. We need to reform police. We need to rethink uh, patrolling. We need to, we need to, roads. Roads are now racist. Everything's racist. Everything's coming to get us. And you just sit back and go, this is going to end so badly. And they get in power and they start defunding police and exactly what happens is what everybody knew what was going to happen. Uh, you know, crime goes up, there's no punishments. People get arrested, they get released, they go do it again. It increasingly gets more violent and more violent to the point where you're just like, what are we doing here? I mean, what are we doing people? And unfortunately we have, you know, people like that officer that step up to the plate 
that are make real change that put their life on the line for things that matter. And, and that's the thing. I say things that matter, which is like creating safety and creating peace and harmony in your mm. life and being able to live your life without mm. the fear of physical assault or theft or some damage. You're able to operate as a human being in society. We have order. But nope. Other people apparently don't think that's a good thing. Yeah. I do. I can't wait for Chris's corner here. You are fired up. I've just had I've had enough of the idiocracy. I really have. I mean, it's it's out of control. And it all stems from the top. I mean, it's like we have a reflection of our government and, and Biden who, I mean, he's calling out dead people. I mean, dude, what, what are we even doing? Like how, better yet? Here's a better question. Not you and I, we're just two dudes attack helicopters in, in the heartland. He's in the, you know, Nebraska, three I'm dudes. in Michigan. You're yeah. Um, three of us, <laughs> I was going to say me, you and, and, and the attack helicopter. Uh, but just guys who like B-dubs. We're just we're just regular guys, and we got a pretty pretty big opinions on this stuff. But what do you think China thinks about it? What do you think North Korea is thinking about? What do you think love- Iran? What do you think the Ayatollah of Iran is thinking about this? Yeah, he's sitting there going, "This guy is messed up. We need to move while we can because America." Let's start making nukes. Like for real, these they're 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 moving. Because we all know what the U.S. does. As soon as we make the nukes, they just tell us we can't make more nukes. They don't stop us and tell us to get rid of the other nukes. Or if they do, you know, we just kind of hide them or we'll move them to another country for a short a short time. So, I mean, whatever. I'm with you. I mean, China's chomping at the bit. I'm surprised they haven't take, taken over Taiwan yet. Yeah. Why, so we can send billions of dollars to Taiwan? But, all right, Chris's Chris's corner. Let's do it. Yeah, we ripping through the show. We got to get rolling. Football to go. My toes throbbing. We got to get rolling. Right, (laughs) dude. My so I got home. I said I wasn't going to say anything, but I got home. I iced it. In case anyone out there, I broke my toe by running into my bed frame. Wow. And she's I was tired. too, right? I was tired. What, <laughs> what, the bed frame or my toe? No, your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I kicked it up as soon as I got home. Iced it a few times. It felt great. And then now we're sitting here and it's below my heart. Blood's rushing to it. It's throbbing with pain. But that's all right. So number, number one, Mr. Dayton, the first question. After everything you just said. Do you think the U.S. should have a focus group on improving government? Yeah, I do. How does that work, though? How does it get implemented? That, that's a great question. So, how do you uh, choose? You that? know, it's, it, it'd be almost like it, it'd kind of be a little bit of redundancy, honestly. But because you're supposed to be able to say that the focus group is is elected. You know, the, the people that get elected. Really what we need is we just need a, a committee that uh, may, maybe you take uh, the top 
the top 10 companies, the top 10 tax paying companies in the country. And you have them appoint a designated person to be on a committee that has oversight on not, not authority. Let's, let's rephrase that. Not authority to change anything, but just to report back, like this is pretty inefficient or we could be more efficient, you know, with our infrastructure or how we roll out doing elections or whatever. There's got to be better processes, right? I mean, am I wrong on this? Be. Or am I just be. losing my mind? I, I, I feel like even the way we vote is antiquated and outdated. Hmm. Hmm. Couldn't have said it better know. myself. That's why it's Chris's, Chris's corner. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm just answering the questions as All they right. come, my bro. I feel like you're about to get fired up with some of this. So I have a question <laughs> for you. There's an article that came out. It's an NPR article, right? About teaching sex education to kindergartners. Mm. So let me ask you this. With this article, you know, and they talk about different things about learning matters and learning safe spaces. And that's that's their whole focus for teaching sex, sex education, allegedly. So let me ask you, why does sex ed have to be intertwined with this stuff? Why can't we just learn manners without teaching kids about things that they don't know about and maybe shouldn't know about? Yeah, it just seems like uh, they'll use any any pathway, any inch they can open up and just and take it a mile to get in there. Because I, I, Chad, I just don't understand. I've never understood this. In fact, when all this stuff started coming out, like the the drag queens and the trans community and doing all this stuff with like kids and coming doing like bingo and at the school or reading, I am all for whatever you want to do with your life. Dude, you want to be a lesbian? You want to be a gay dude? You want to be trans? You want to be bi? I don't care. Well, I don't. I really don't care. I don't want to care. I don't care if you want to be they, them, theirs, then, it, what, Laser, how, zero. why, there. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Kitty cat. Call me cat. Call me cat. Kitty cat. What I care about is the fact that you're showing up at schools you know, under 18, you know, if you can't go fight for the country, then you probably don't need to be in there doing, you know, talking about um, sexual topics, just my opinion. Because when I was growing up, if someone showed up in drag and started reading a book to kids at a school, that person would get arrested. They would, they would, they wouldn't uh, attack the people who are like, how dare you? have somebody come in here and shut them down and be like, you silence, you bigots, you know, and come after the parents and make us domestic terrorists. They would arrest the person who is introducing sexual topics to kids. I mean, it's crazy. Now, is this stuff out there? Sure. I mean, it's happening faster and faster. I've got a 12-year-old daughter. I'm not naive. I know she's got the internet. I know she's seen things. I know that they've introduced, you know, she's in seventh grade now. She's had sixth grade, you know, sex ed, things like that. You learn about, uh, you know, intercourse, uh, all these, you know, different things. But, dude, I was just talking the other day. I was talking with my mom. And and it's, it's tough because, well, what's interesting is 
um, I'm the oldest child. And I asked my mom, I said, how is it, you know, the, the progression that you go through with us as teenagers and into our early 20s? Because you knew all the bad things that are in the world. Mm-hmm. You're aware. I'm aware. We could rattle them off. You've got abortion, rape, murder, uh, sex, slavery, you know, drugs, alcohol. There, I mean, there's a million things. Humanity is ugly. It's very ugly. And we came, we all came into that. We all, you know, have figured these things out. And some of us have seen more than others. Um, but when you get to 18, 19, 20, 21, 24, you know, upward into your thirties and you just, you've kind of, you, you know how to reconcile it because you know what, along with all the, the terribleness of humanity, there's some really great stuff too. I mm. mean, there is beauty in this world that is unmatched. Mm. Um, whether you're, you know, having a coffee, looking at, Emerald Bay, you know, or Emerald Lake in Lake Tahoe, you know, watching it come up over, you know, the the sky and the majesticness of that, or you're in Hawaii uh, on the beaches there and enjoying the majesty of the ocean. There's so I could go on and on too about, you know, just the beauty that's in this world or even the human kindness that we show one another and you see it now with the tragedy of hurricane ian you know the people who are lined up to go serve and help their fellow human so there is beauty in that and we get we can get lost in that it's tough so i asked my mom how do you how do you let a child just learn that stuff you know, because they never, you know, it's not like my mom and dad sat me down and said, hey, by the way, you're going to go off to college and there's going to be some crazy shit. You know, I never knew that. It just happened. And I think they relied on that. They taught me how to think, you know, more than anything. They laid a baseline for how to think and process and critically think and get out of situations or get into situations, do the right thing. And I, I, I'm worried because I have a beautiful 12-year-old that I love you know, like to the ends of the earth. You want to protect her. And you want to make sure that it's all in due time. Is she going to learn about trans people? Yeah. Is she going to learn about lesbians? Yep. Is she going to learn about bisexual people? You know what? Is she going to learn all the, you know, the terrible things of the world? Yeah, someday. She's a smart kid. She's going to know it all. But I think there's a time and place for it. And I definitely don't think it's in uh, a five-year-old that doesn't know what they want for dinner. It's it's definitely not in the kindergarten range. And it certainly could be argued that it's K through 12. There's no place for it. So those are my Mm. thoughts. Mm. Good stuff. So kind of switching topics here, changing gears. Italy has a new prime minister. Congratulations, Italy. Yeah. Uh, she's female. She's a conservative. She seems pretty awesome. What is um, a female? <laughs> just kidding. I'm not. Just kidding. So do you think that, you know, seeing some of these con- countries go conservative like <laughs> like this, 
do you think that is this a change that's coming around the world because the u.s has historically been a little more conservative i would say and then why isn't cnn celebrating this a female in a position of power that just won election that's amazing isn't that what they're all hmm. about it's not what they're about that's not in their line with their agenda and it doesn't fit their narrative and that's why they don't celebrate it but yes hmm. it should be celebrated and it is an indication that the populace uh, I believe people are starting to wake up and see that it can be different. You can choose a different path. You don't have to go with the wokeness. Again, you can let it come at its own pace. Uh, it's not an exclusionary. It does. Everybody makes things so binary where it's either yes or no. And oftentimes life is not that simple. There's always caveats. And the problem is people get stuck on those things and they want to find the exception. They revert back to being a 12-year-old where instead of understanding the mass rule uh, of what works the strong majority of the time, they find the exceptions to it and they want to legislate to the exception instead of legislate to the mass. And mm. I mean, that's that's the abortion issue 101. Like they want to legislate to, you know, rape and incest. Uh, and say, well, everything should be legal because of these one, these handful of situations that can happen. But you're ignoring the rest of it. You're ignoring the bigger picture. So, and, and with finances or economics or anything else, um, and any social issues, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where the long-term stability, which, which leads to, uh, by and large, for the majority of people, having peace and harmony and being able to live their life in the manner that they want to live, uh, it is, you know, the conservative ideology is going to get you there. Hmm. That's good. That's good. Thanks. I'm trying. I am winding down though. You can tell I'm like, yeah. All right. I, I, I don't want to get fired off. I'm not going to get mad because you know what? You know what happens in Europe? Last time you uh, said that. I know that's an raging, but you know, I, I am, I'm proud of Italy. I think that it is, uh, you know, a huge s signal uh, to everybody that like, Hey, there's, there's a change coming and it's, going to take a minute but it's going to be good i like it all right well for the last thing here let's run that video see what we got here are y'all making a deal with the hospital here jordan oh, are y'all making a deal with the hospital here jordan so there's a young woman standing in a store in philly it's like a Wawa, I think. So like a, a gas station that's got food and stuff. And they're running wild through Wawa, ransacking the place. And this lady is yelling at the guy behind the counter, are you going to make my sandwich? And he's like, ah, I mean, not right now. <laughs> and my question to you is, why does this happen in these conservative cities? Right. We see things like this in Philly, New York, uh, Chicago, L.A., San Fran. Why don't we see these happen in conservative cities? 
because in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where it's conservative, uh, there was just a, an article that came out that, um, you know, someone broke in and was intruding and attempting to steal, as was illustrated in that previous video. And that person got shot and they mm. went back outside of the house and they fell into the driveway and they died in the driveway trying to flee. Such and so people in Oklahoma know if you go walking in there and you decide you're going to you're going to infiltrate somebody else's property and space, uh, you do so at your own risk to the tune of you could die. Mm. I, I mean, to Man, all you had to say. I am not suggesting that that is that is the um course of action that needs to happen by any stretch of the imagination because i think there's a lot of things that you can do to uh solve a lot of these problems to make sure that situations like this at the wawa don't happen you know like this is stemming from a lot of misinformation in that community mm. to make sure that you know the, these families understand that this is not acceptable and they need to know that there's consequences to it you, you know people well, it's interesting. I'm going to say something that might be controversial. It might not. I don't know. But, mm. you know, we don't we don't have slavery in terms of what you think it you know was when you study a book and like, oh, wow, you're on a plantation and we have a separate farmhouse and the slaves live there. And, you know, and then you get them up and they work in the fields. And, you know, if they don't, you beat them and things like that. We don't have that today. What we do have is we have financial slavery. We, we can you can you can be enslaved pretty quickly. You know, it's a Visa, MasterCard, American Express, uh, Lo Loan Shark, government. Mm, yeah, see, government passes bills and says, hey, we're going to do this, and now you're going to pay us back. I've, I've, you know, the, yeah, the government part really pisses you off. You even look at it like, take the student loan thing. I'm just going to say this, and then we'll wrap up. But the student loan thing is a perfect example of this, where they're doing it to get votes to stay in power so that they can keep doing things. They're saying, yeah, we're going to, we're going to abolish your, your student loan. It's like, dude, you don't have money. You're not even choosing to do that with your money. You're taking somebody else's money and then paying off somebody else's debt. It's not even charity at that point. It's not like saying, oh, Hey Chad, I'm going to pay off your debt. It'd be me like, be like me saying, Chad, I'm going to pay off your debt and then going to attack helicopter and robbing him of his money and then paying you. Hmm. That's what's happening. I don't think TA is going to fly for that. But I'm just saying. Could be wrong. Just saying. <laughs> Good stuff. Chris is corn. Thanks, my man. Chris is corn. I'm, I'm wrapped up. I'm, I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to get mad. <laughs> I just need to recharge. I don't want to talk about it. Kimasabi is going to get himself some flavor. <laughs> All right, we on this last. Last one here. This is all, all you. How is this all me? Little this is all you. Top. No, you put this in there, didn't you? Probably. <laughs> yeah. It's way too deep for me and way too intellectual. <laughs> but I put it in there to ask you these things. I want to know, like, all right, like our life topic. I put in priority is a concept that defines your life. You know, when... How do you as an individual develop your priorities? 
Yeah, when you find a purpose. I mean, could you be 12? Yeah. Simply put, I think it's when 14? you find when you find a purpose. Whatever that pur- purpose is, whatever your goals are, short or long-term term goals, and then you start to develop priorities, right? Based on how you get get to those things. And um, you know, depending on your parenting and growing up, that may be earlier at an age or that may be older or that that may be frankly not at all uh hopefully it's not at all and uh you know hopefully at some point you find purpose and you set goals and that's how you start to prioritize things um i tell some new whenever i'm interviewing someone in the past few years and doing this or training people on the job uh, especially when you work in sort of a retail environment, I'm like, you have to understand what your priorities are and how to prioritize thing is the biggest thing is what, what is, uh, what, what is the John, uh, Maxwell thing? It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, urgent and important prioritize things mm-hmm. one by what is urgent and what, what is important. And then what is urgent, but not important. What is not urgent, but important. And then what is not urgent and not important. And that's how you should prioritize all of your day. Yeah. You can even take it a step further and it's what you assign value, your mm. priority, what value do you attach to that? Uh, and that helps you create a weighted system. Like a, what's number one in your life? What's number two? What's number three? So when I just think a lot of people kind of float, they don't really def- define those things. So when they come into conflict, they're always confused. They don't know what to do. And they're unsure. And I don't think that's a problem necessarily to be unsure. But I do think it's a problem not to solve it. You know, if you Mm. just ignore it and you never address it, well, then how do you ever know what you're going to do? You end up being in a quagmire of inactivity. Ooh, the quagmire. Oh, that was a big word. Yeah, no, I dropped that one there. Giggity. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, I love it. That, that that actually comes full circle to you know the whole the whole thing is you know our priorities need to have a weight to them so that we know what we believe and we're not easily swayed. Uh, you know, with snye out. Know, misinformation yeah where's jackie jackie where are you oh she must not be here well commander walls until next week my man under his eye lift up our hearts we lift up our hearts lift our hearts to the lord pray the lord open Mm. blessed day Mm. blessed be the fruit (laughs) 